This is a Strips Trust podcast. All news and all views expressed in the podcast are those of the contributors, not necessarily those of Morecambe Football Club. Welcome along. Uh, this is Shrimpsnet. Uh, thank you for listening. Welcome to Shrimps Trust podcast number seven. Where's the time gone? Here we are, the new season. It's been, uh, if, you, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see we've got a cornucopia of uh, guests to reflect on a hectic first week at the Mazuma, even though we haven't played there yet. Uh, with us this week, I'm happy to say it's the irrepressible man from the boardroom. It's uh, Charlie Appleyard. And if you are watching on YouTube, you can see he's got his celebratory video on in the background. Thanks for joining us, Charlie. Thanks, Dave. Hi, Joel. And uh, from the Trips Trust, we have uh, 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 we have the voice uh, of um, well, I'm going to say the uh, the the Shrimps Trust emails that go out to all our members. Um, last week we had the voice in the checkbook. Today we've just got the voice uh, in Joel Shooter. Welcome along, Joel. Hi, Freeze. Always good to be back. And finally, uh, from the dressing room itself, um, the Vieira of the Bay himself. Mr. Tumani Diagaraga, always a pleasure, Tooms. Thanks for joining us. No problem. So let's let's crack on. Uh, Ipswich away at Portman Road. It was a difficult first game. Uh, I think it's safe to say we surprised quite a lot of people looking at the highlights on Quest and looking at what they were talking about in the newspapers and on Sky. Um, with Ipswich making 15 signings and us making 15 signings, uh, we actually surprised the heck out of everybody by getting a 2-2 draw. Now, for those that are there, Charlie, uh, any disappointment at that 91st minute equaliser? Uh, well, huge disappointment. Just for the record, the reason why they why equalised was Graham House, the co-chairman, was taking a photo of the scoreboard saying Ipswich 1, Morecambe 2. I was like, don't press, take the stuff. <laughs> I went, no. And as he pressed, take the photo, they scored. And then when the photo came out, it was blank. It was really, really weird. <laughs> but um, uh, it, was, it was a great game. You know, the, that twos will say, twos more than I will know, but the noise was unbelievable from 21,500 uh, Ipswich fans. They really thought they were going to stick it to us. And, uh, you know, we, had, we played so well. We were so proud of it. The draw probably was, pro- was probably, you know, people have already said, if you're given, given the option of a 2-2 draw, which Joel predicted last podcast, you'd probably have taken it. Um, but we were, I'm sure the players were really disappointed. But as a board of directors, we were really, really proud to be there. And it just felt like, I think I put on Twitter, it was weird. We, we, it was strange to be the first game in League One, but it felt like we'd been there for quite a while in the teams. It felt like we, everyone, you all looked really comfortable. I know you've obviously played there a lot too, but in that, in that level. But the, the whole team seemed to gel and feel, feel quite comfortable, weren't they? Yeah, we were. You know, we went to the game. We wanted to win. You know, we were, we had no fear really, and we knew it was going to be a tough game. And with the crowd and first game of the season, but we stuck to our game plan and almost worked perfectly. It, it, so, what what was the game plan, Tombs? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't think I can say all that. But basically, we went there to play our football. 
you know, we didn't want to be negative and we didn't want to just sit back and absorb pressure. I think it was important for us to carry our own threats and I thought we did down the day. I, there's going to be many, many different challenges uh, and I'll bring Joel on this one. You know, any side that Paul Cook manages, you know they're going to get it down and play and they'll have some really neat footballers in there. There are going to be many different sorts of challenges. I would imagine that it will be they were, that Rotherham next week might provide some sort of different challenges. But the Paul Cook uh, idiom is always get it down and play. And I, I think looking at it, that helped us, Joel. Am I right? Yeah, no, I, th- I think it was, a, it was a really good performance. I think, I mean, you know, you look at Paul Cook's kind of record over the last few years, getting promoted with Portsmouth uh, and Chesterfield out of League 2 and obviously getting promoted with about 100 points with Wigan. You know, he, he's, you know he, he's good at this level. And also, look at, the, look at the signings they made. I know they've got a lot to gel with, but I, I like some of their business, you know. Yeah. I, really like, I think it's been good. So to kind of go there, um, like, like Tim says, you know, we didn't just kind of, there was obviously a game plan, and and we kind of it, um, we had less possession, but we weren't kind of like just kind of folding back in, in ourselves. There was a plan then, like the way we pressed. Sometimes it was really good. Obviously, we saw it for for Cole's goal. Uh, no, not the second goal because he's got two, obviously. But uh, you know, we saw that kind of really come out. But yeah, and I think uh, just alluding to what Charlie said about uh, Ipswich fans feeling that they were gonna you know have a bit of a walkover. I remember I went on a podcast over the summer with an Ipswich Town fan and. Uh, he, he 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 kind of smugly informed me that we were we, we, we were uh, we were in for a pasty on the on the opening day. So uh, maybe not. Two two is a bit of a funny pasting. Yeah, it is really. Isn't it? It's it certainly like I said, the the press reaction was uh, you know pretty fair to be honest. Saying you know it was two two was probably the least we deserved. Uh, but Toomes, how did it feel when they when they equalised? I mean, it was a pretty decent goal. But I, were you, were you disappointed, or did you come off thinking, no, I'll take that? Oh no, we were disappointed. I think, like you said before the game, on paper, a 2-2 draw would be a good result. But when you 2-1 up with, what was it, two, three minutes to go, really, you want to win the game. But, you know, we'll learn from it and we'll come back stronger for it. It's, 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 uh, that sort of dovetails quite nicely into sort of moving on to the Blackburn game because, um, you know, we have got a lot of, a, a lot of uh, young players, a couple of, like three on loan, obviously. But we still have got quite a lot of uh, young players who've, who've had quite a bit of experience. But if you look at um, young McPake and Alfie McCalmont and etc, uh, etc, et they, they, uh, they need to equip themselves at this level. They've been used to League Two. We've gone up a division. And when we started at, we started at Blackburn and uh, moving on to the Rovers game, First 20 minutes, uh, we did seem uh, like a, a little bit like a rabbit in the car headlights. What did you think, Charlie? Well, Toomes was on the pitch, was he? So, uh, <laughs> came, on and, <laughs> came on and busted. Uh, I think, I, 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 I think Stephen said in his interview, I think he, he, said, he said to me, he said at half-time that, uh, he said, go and play, enjoy yourselves. You, 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 you're good enough to do this and win this game. And they went and played and expressed themselves and... And uh, you, 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 they, they, they just didn't look out. Again, it was very similar. They didn't look out of place. Blackburn no. couldn't. Blackburn couldn't believe it when um, we equalised again. And uh, I, I, th- I, I, we, we like being the underdog. You know, we, we, the, the club is an underdog story in, in its own right. And team, the team, uh, you don't, you don't want to be going in there thinking with them thinking, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna lose. Just, uh, the, the opposition saying we're gonna, we're gonna lose to Morecambe. You want them to be like, you, you relax a bit. And be a bit, and be a bit, um, 
you know, Plaza, Plaza yeah, because yeah. then we can, then, because we are a really, really good team. And, uh, you know, we've got the experience, like, you know, the spine of last year's team, right the way through the, uh, through the, through the heart of the team. You know, we've got, um, you know, people, they are young players, but they've got, they've got very mature heads on their shoulders, you know, like, 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 uh, Yockel. I mean, he wasn't, how old is he, 21, 22? Yeah. He didn't play like a 21, 22 year old goalie, did he? You know, he plays like, he plays like his absolute um, experienced legend. It's brilliant. But, uh, you know, um, they changed the formation, didn't they? So, to, 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 to wing, wing backs teams? Did you have, yeah, yeah, we went to three at the back. Yeah, he brought, he brought Gibbo on and he brought you on, Toons. And the pair of you showed, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, 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 you've sort of dropped into the uh, sort of like sit in front of the back three or the back four role there. And all you did was, was very, very calm on the ball and just keep it moving. And uh, it, I want to touch on something Charlie said there because you're quite right. Stephen did say go out and play with freedom. And that's how we equalised because Liam Gibson came on as left centre half and ended up charging forward, did a one-two with Greg Lee and then slipped a nice ball in for, for Jonah Younger, who turned and obviously Cole smashed it in. Now, that, you know, that, that is freedom twos. And I noticed at that time you dropped in there, didn't you? So when yeah, you, yeah. You, you, at your age and with your experience, all you did was come in and do what you do. And yet the game changed because we, we gave McLaughlin and Lee the width. And all of a sudden we were, we were five on their five. And we looked the better side for me, Joel. No, yeah, yeah, definitely, we definitely look the better side. I think, obviously, uh, like Stephen Robinson has got, gone on and said about like his it, it, the, the message he gave to halftime about being brave on the ball and playing. Obviously, the the the, the, the kind of formation switch was I, I loved it. Like you've kind of alluded to having that extra centre back, given that little bit of license for them to step out a bit more aggressively and still have two people covering. And obviously, you got teams dropping in if you need if need be. And also, it meant that we could kind of be a bit more aggressive with our wing backs and have them match up with their wing backs and it, it just worked really nice and also gave us a little glimpse into having uh, Stockton and the younger as a partner uh, as a partnership up top and that was really quite something I think you know at the end of the day there's going to be different points throughout the season where we're going to need different systems and, and different combinations around the pitch and it's good to see that we do have such a dangerous partnership in Stockton and, and younger and players who can ultimately they kind of take on different roles in the pitch like we saw Gibson in that left centre-back role I absolutely loved him there and O'Connor in the right centre-back role that kind of worked for him as well because he was playing full-back for Bradford last season their kind of instinct and their kind of know-how to kind of bomb forward and link up with the wing-backs that was, was a really different threat and it's really great to know that you know we actually were on top against a championship club with that and if the situation called for it in League 2 then we'd be able to pull that out and we could, you know, be a threat in a different way to teams. I think teams, teams you, you, you must have been stood there in the middle of the pitch sometimes on, on, on Tuesday thinking, these guys, these new recruits are good players. You know, I know oh, you know yeah. all the other players. You know, I, I can't be biased towards uh, players on the, on the, as a board director, but there's so many, of all the, there's so many good performances. I mean, Iunga, I mean, he's, 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 he's 21, 22. And Greg Lee and uh, McLaughlin on the wing, the wing backs, like you said, they're all, everyone has been fantastic. And I think testament to Stephen and Dermot and their recruitment of those people, because, you know, it's bringing 15 players, any, any club. And that's what all the pundits and all the other people are saying that we've brought in too many players and we've lost Carlos and we've lost Derek. 
Yeah. And you know, it's too much. It's too much disjointed. There's no, there's no harmony. You can't, you can't mould a team of 15, 15 new players. Well, looks like we've had a pretty good start. And so fair play to everyone on the playing staff to, to turn that around because it's pretty, pretty amazing. Now, I'm not, I'm not suggesting for a minute, Tombs, that that uh, you can't get around the pitch. But it must be nice having uh, people like you've always had Aaron Wildig, but you've got uh, obviously. Uh, McLaughlin and Callum Jones and uh, Adam Phillips, who are, are all got who've all got uh, good legs on them. So hey, I, I call you the Vieira of the Bay. That's good. That's going to be your job, isn't it? Just pointing and passing it to them and let them do your running. Yeah, well, I don't mean to do my running. <laughs> I'd like that, but yeah, no. I think, like we said earlier, the gap has brought in loads of good players. And, you know, and all the players you mentioned are really good. They can get around the pitch and it can only help the team. And, and looking at, uh, as Joel alluded to there, uh, Cole Stockton, uh, there, were, there, were, there were some doubts about Cole at this level. He's announced himself all right. And as uh, Charlie said, John or Younger, um, not tried or tested really, a, a little bit at Bristol Rovers last year in, a, in a, what you would say was a struggle inside. But those two together, uh, Jonah's pace and his physical ability, and Cole's ability to hold the ball up. All of a sudden, we had the option of we had the option of on the shoulder through ball or into feet. And as a midfielder, that gives you two options. That's got to be good, hasn't it? Oh yeah, it's definitely good for the team. I mean, them two together, they're a handful to play against. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I wouldn't like to meet either of them two in a dark alley. Give like a bit of secret information about um, about stats. Um, I, we, we use this we use this data guy who looks at the stats of people and um, younger Jonah hadn't, hadn't scored many goals for Bristol Rovers but his stats of shots per minute on the pitch and you know effectiveness were were, were very 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 good and um, Stephen obviously you know, saw, saw that and that's a really really um, powerful thing that you know stats guy said you know a lot of people look at the, the bare stats and go, I'm not sure about him. But if you look deep into it, he's an absolute, absolute handful. So it's a bit, uh, a bit like a bit like Moneyball. Yeah. If yeah. you've seen the film. Yeah. It's a similar sort of thing where the baseball people go on the stats, whether they're, you know, that sort of thing. That's quite, that's very interesting, actually. I didn't know that actually happened. I want to go to the crowd now, because obviously, I don't know, what was the official crowd the other night? It was about 4,000, something like that. Uh, it's 4,000 Blackburn fans, isn't it? 4, 000, that's 5,100. Yeah, that was that because there was 908 from Morecambe. Yeah. We sent us 550 tickets. We sold those out because I went to try and get one on Monday and, and I couldn't get one. But they said, oh, you can pay on the gate. So so uh, 350 turned up on the night, which is, well, over 350 turned up on the night. Now, all right, Blackburn's only 25 miles away. But... Um, uh, for me, being back on the terraces, um, it was fabulous because we, there wasn't a silent second. It was absolutely superb. And did that make a difference on the pitch to you, to you, Toons? Yeah, 100%. You know, when you've got the backing of your own fans, especially away from home, because when you're away from home, you, they're always going to have a period of the game where they're on top and where you have to stay strong and dig in. So when you have your own fans there backing you, it definitely helps. And Joel, Joel, uh, you'll be, uh, I mean, obviously it was a bit of a novelty for all of us because nobody's been on the terraces for that long. But if that's a taste of what's to come in this division, it's, it's, it's going to be uh, encouraging more people to go to away games. Yeah, definitely. I, I think like those, those kind of big away nights that kind of 
grounds like 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 Blackburn's are a bit bigger and when everybody's in the UA and creating the atmosphere. I think I mean for me personally, one of my first away games for Morecambe was the Preston game back in two thousand and seven. Yeah. Then uh, Dave, Dave Artel scored, <laughs> scored a late winner, poked yeah. it in after the keeper dropped it. And uh, that was something that really kind of really captivated me, the kind of the atmosphere in that end and yeah. in, in a big stadium and a big upset. And that's the kind of thing that I think it's less of an upset this season, obviously, because Blackburn are only one division above us instead of two divisions above us because we're now a League One club. Say again, um, but, yeah, just to, still, I still can't get used to it. <laughs> exactly, yeah, but uh, yeah. So, like, there's like nights like those that you know can really inspire people to kind of think, oh wow, you know what? Actually, I do fancy supporting Morecambe, and uh, hopefully, you know, if that away support at Blackburn was anything to go by, I think the Mazuma is going to be quite some noise. And obviously, it sounds like ticket sales are going well, so I think it'll be quite special on Saturday. Thank you for that beautiful segue there, because I do want to talk to now to talk to Charlie about two, two thousand season ticket holders, and and uh, that was it. That was the initial target. Am I thinking that the club were hoping that that would happen? Uh, and obviously, we've met that before we've even had a home game, and uh, that's it's a fantastic achievement, and it just shows. Yes, we've got some big teams coming, like Sheffield Wednesday, and obviously Sunderland, Charlton, Ipswich, uh, loads of local derbies. We'd like Wigan, Fleetwood, Accrington, except Bolton. But um, it's, I think the, the club have done something really, really good with the pricing because uh, we've seen what's happened at Cheltenham. Cheltenham, it's 27 quid and they've gone mad and everybody's, all, all their fans are up in arms about the prices they're charging. Now, that was, was that, was that a, did you have a sit down and have a board meeting and decide the pricing? Uh, and yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all part of the three-year plan, Dave. Right? You know, we need we need to, we need to have four thousand fans, you yeah. know, in in the ground every week to 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 be able to do what we want to do. You know, we've got a, we've had a we haven't got the highest budget in League Two, obviously. Yeah, in League One, League One, sorry, League One. <laughs> there in League One, but we've got we've got a, we've got a good budget this year. You know, we have, we 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 managed like you can see from the players we've, we managed to procure, but we need to try and we want to be sustainable. We are profitable. We want to stay in League One for the long term and 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 go beyond. That is the mission of the club. Um, but we need fans there. You know, we need. So we'd rather. We, it, our idea as a board was to, you know, to not bankrupt ourselves by making them too cheap. But if you if you sell enough to make them cheap as you go along, everyone will buy. Well, everyone will buy the pie, right? At least one pie. Um, pints. You know, or, you know, spend they spend money in the stadium as well, which which increases the revenue, but. It's six pound twenty-five, I think, for a, a standing season ticket per per game, and twelve pounds for sitting. But it's going to make such a different difference to the team. Tombs and the and, and the lads will have an amazing, amazing experience every time we play. The, the stadium will be packed. You know, when I came along, I, I, when I when I come up, I get, go, get from the airport from the, from the, the station, and people, the taxi drivers, Morecambe fans, were like, "I'm not going to go to the, I'm not going to go to the, the Globe, not Christie Park." You know, there's, you know, there's people who are supporting Preston North End and all the other local clubs. I think, I think, I think we're, what, we're doing, what we're doing as a collective unit from the fans to the Shrimps Trust to the players to the club, the directors and the staff and everyone working hard together, we're creating an absolute uh, legacy, I think. And it's really, really exciting for me and I'm sure you guys to see what's happening. And the more people we get out of the ground to see tickets, the more memories they're going to have of you know teams getting us into playoffs in, this year, um, you know, and all these all these amazing memories are going to have people are going to have. Them. They're going to keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. I think Paul Hodgson from the Trust gave a really good example. How he went to a game when he was about six or seven, and he, he's been coming ever since. And that's what we need to try and grab. So um, big shout out to Ben Sadler, the 
she had general manager who made a, have made a big impact on the club so far. Um, and, uh, you know, we want to provide a better, brilliant fan experience and have all these theme days to, uh, to increase the revenue so we can handle can the three-year plan. So um, it was tactical and I think it's worked out well and we might, we might sell more. And, uh, and uh, uh, just, just before we go, because obviously we're going to discuss the Shrewsbury and Rotherham games, people won't have seen, but uh, there's quite a few new uh, posh-looking porter cabins appeared outside the ground. What are they, Charlie? Yes, this is, uh, this is the work of uh, Rodney Taylor and Graham House. They wanted some shipping containers. Uh, no, we, we, bought, we, we, we bought some... Uh, some we were basically trying to make the match experience really, really sticky and, and exciting and people could come to the game before, before stick around afterwards and the, 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 uh, uh, the, their youth will be revealed this weekend. Um, which we're trying to get... A, which we're getting the, 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 the covering at the back of the stand done with, with the uh, proceeds of the uh, lottery. And, and oh, the back of the The, the, the cover over the bar. Yeah. Yeah. As, as I promised we would do. You know, we, I know it's been a, a bugbear for a long time, but we are getting it done. So overall, um, we've just got to keep on, keep on this crest of wave as long as possible. There are going to be tough times. There are, there's going to be times when people... You know, think of think of, we're not going to be on this run all the time. Hopefully, we'll take as many people with us as possible to give teams and the boys as much support as possible. So, looking forward to uh, obviously Saturday and Tuesday. We've got Shrewsbury at home, and then we've got Rotherham at home. So, we were two divisions below uh, Rotherham. Uh, obviously, now we're in the same division, and Shrewsbury uh, pretty familiar at this level. Um, Steve Cottrell, their manager, thankfully got over COVID. Uh, and they're pretty solid at this level. They've been sort of around that division. They beat us in the FA Cup a few years ago, if you remember, Joel, and that we were no match for them. Um, and at Toomes, you're looking at two home games, uh, probably in the region of maybe three, four, five thousand there on Saturday. Rotherham, they'll bring thousands on Tuesday night because they always come to Morecambe. You're looking forward to getting back in front of a crowd at the Mazuma? Oh, 100%. You know, last year we couldn't play in front of the crowds apart from the playoff semi-final. So to get back at the Mizuma now with a full house, I think that's something to look forward to. And the games themselves, there are, it's a cliche, isn't it? There are no easy games at this level. And Shrewsbury, out of the three opening games, obviously we've gone Ipswich away, Blackburn away, Shrewsbury at home. Uh, you're thinking that's the easiest one of the three, which is a terrible way to think because... It's a potential banana skin at any any place, isn't it? Yeah, I think we're favourites to go down, so every <laughs> game's a hard game. So we'll be going there really focused and ready and hopefully we can get the three points. And looking at Rotherham, they've kept hold of uh, quite probably about three-fifths of the squad that only just got relegated from uh, the Championship. And as we know, the Championship is really, really, really tough. So they're going to be fancying themselves. Paul Warren, their manager, he's got them up already. Uh, they've let him stay in charge. He's made some really decent signings again. That, that's going to be a tough one as well because, as I said, they'll probably bring, even though a night match, they'll probably bring over a thousand and they'll be, uh, well, they're from Yorkshire. They'll be drinking bitter and, and singing just like you do in Arrogate. <laughs> yeah, that is going to be a tough game. I think we know that every game is going to be a tough game. But like they say, we respect everyone, but we don't fear anyone at the same time. So we'll be looking forward to it. And obviously, we were lucky enough to get a home draw in the Carabao Cup. Uh, Preston North End, uh, probably the nearest football league club to us, as the crow flies, maybe sort of 23, 24 miles away. 
they've got a good. They've got some really good players. Scott Sinclair uh, and a, a, an old boy of ours who we got a bit of money for, Tom Barkhazen, and uh, that's going to be an interesting fixture, Joel. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's been a bit of history. I mean, there's actually been a few years since we played Preston, but there has been a bit of history with Preston in, in cup competitions. We've had them in in the league cup a couple of times. We've had them in the the Johnson's Paint Trophy, or uh, Papa John's, it's now called. Uh, and a very bizarre pitch invasion they did after beating us on penalties in the second round, which was odd. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it a lot. You know, it's it, it's it's you know it's a local game. It, it's cropped up a few times in cup competitions. It does feel like you know there, you know there's a good bit riding on it. Hopefully, get to the third round, and also you know it'd be nice to see some of the, the like, some of like Tom Barkhausen come back to the. Uh, Mazuma after after his departure, what was it four years ago now? I think yeah, three or four, five, maybe even five. But yeah, it'd be good to have him back as well. But uh, just to, yeah, see him in there, mm. see him back at at way where he, he, I'm sure where he'd rather be. <laughs> hopefully, we, hopefully, we can transform some of the you know the 900 Preston season ticket holders within a mile of the Mazuma. I, I heard once 900 season ticket holders at Preston North End live within a mile of the Mazuma. You know, mile, mile around. Yeah. So you know, they're, they're going towards Preston North End. Hopefully, they'll we'll put in a good performance. And they're not going to stop supporting Preston North End, but maybe they'll come to watch more well, like, Preston aren't playing. You know, I, you know, I I hope we stop them supporting Preston North End. I think that's how much we should aim to humble them. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. A strange one is that uh, John uh, John, who's a member of the Shrimps Trust. Uh, he's on the message board as Fullwood Shrimp because he got married and moved to Preston. But he's still a Morecambe season ticket holder. He won't go and watch Preston. So he, he's, uh, I always say, a bit like you, Joel, living in Yorkshire, he's doing missionary work in Preston trying to, uh, trying to, trying to get, us, uh, get us better known. But if we beat Preston, pe- people do sit up and take notice, just like when we beat Blackburn. Mm. So it's, it's a good thing. But then again, as you keep saying, we are League One. Right, I, move, I want to move on now. Um, I want to talk about about something that's affected us greatly already in the fact that we've 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 done. Uh, Stephen's made some fantastic signings, uh, and we seem to have a bit of a curse. We were quite lucky with injuries last season, but um, at the moment, obviously, Jonathan Abiki got 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 injured in the the Burnley friendly. Uh, we lost Ryan Delaney on Saturday fairly early on, which gave Sonny's opportunity, and then. Gibbo came on, set the goal up, did a did a headed clearance, and he looks like he could be out for a couple of months. And this this does this affect the dressing room tunes at all, or do you just think we've we've got people to step in, we've got to cope with it? No, no, we've got people to step in. You know, the manager signed two players for every position, yeah. so you know we are gutted for the ones who are getting injured, but it's a chance for someone else to step in and you know claim the shirt. So, from our point of view, moving on quickly. Hope I hope I wish all three of them the best. Obviously, Jonathan's going to be the longest of the three. Um, but I mean, Gibbo will be a big miss for me anyway because I just think he he offers he's so versatile. Uh, Ryan, I haven't seen enough of to make a decision, and he obviously lasted twenty five minutes. So, but looking at that, obviously we we, we made two very very quick signings. Uh, Scott Wharton, who I, I I have seen play a couple of times when he was at Plymouth. Uh, again, no nonsense centre half, but actually quite good feet and pretty quick. Uh, and he's got good pedigree at this level, Joel. Yeah, he has. He's, he's got a quite a, quite a good bit of experience at League One and Championship. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I think towards the back end of last season, he was on loan at Wigan as well, and they were kind of 
in a bit of a relegation scrap. Obviously, I hope we're. I don't want us to be down that end of the table too uh, too much or in too much trouble. But it's a good kind of thing to have, and apparently he did quite a good job there. He's had a bit of experience in different positions. I was actually chatting to a Leeds fan the other day who said he was quite often playing at uh, right back there. So you know, it's kind of good to have that kind of versatility and, and kind of develop uh, that kind of development of playing playing with the ball at your feet a bit more as a centre back. Which I'm, you know, looking at how we've been playing under Stephen Robinson will be an important skill. But yeah, it's going to be good to have that, uh, you know, extra bit of experience at this level. I think at, at centre back, actually, we've got quite a bit of experience at this level now with O'Connor and Delaney in there as well. And obviously, Sam Lavelle's got over 150 career appearances already, and he's only 24. So I do think we've got quite a good defensive unit there. Hopefully. Ryan Delaney's injury isn't as long as first feared. I think I was just listening to an interview with uh, Steve Robinson and it's looking a bit uh, brighter on that and on Gibson's injury. But at the end of the day, you know, it's good to have that competition and, uh, and those different options in the squad. So I'm going to come to Charlie now because the, the uh, shall we say the wild card was Shaden Harrison, who we signed yesterday. And uh, I'm just wondering, maybe you don't know, but obviously he looks a fantastic prospect. He's really well thought of wherever he's been. And uh, the last team he was with didn't want to really lose him. Do, uh, do you think that, that your sort of money ball stats man has played a part in this, or do you not know? Um, well, Harry Taylor does a lot of work on the analysis side with, with Stephen. Stephen's obviously got lots of contacts. One of the reasons we, Stephen was keen to apply for the role with Morecambe, as well as us giving him the job, was, you know, he, he may, may have been a mother well, but he's, he's fishing in the same pond players in League One, League One, League Two Championship and Scottish Premiership and he's just done a fantastic, I think he's really, Steve is really perceptive and he's really, he, he really, uh, really, not, he's not analytical in the way of data-wise himself but he's very, yeah. very perceptive and very, very obviously, obviously an amazing judge of what we need because of the people he's produced, you know, every, uh, you know from, 15, like I said earlier, 15, 16 players from nowhere is a, uh, um, a miraculous achievement. We'll, we'll, we'll see how he gets on. We, we will, and like you say, it, it may turn it may turn out to be a fantastic signing. He may turn out to be one of them who's just uh, you know he's he's young, he's learning a bit like sort of uh, the Jacob Menser and possibly I like what he said about Jonah Younger. He said we know we know he's young, we know he's raw, but he's with his talent we can work with him and we can make him better. And I thought that says a lot about the way he coaches, the way him and Durban want to coach. They want to bring players on. And it, I suppose with Shaden Harrison, in the fact that he may well be a situation where he's spoken to him and said, yeah, this lad wants to learn, he wants to try, he wants to get better. And uh, yet, yet again, Joel, it's, an, it's another person who's coming in and he's got that attribute that we've been lacking for so long. He's another one that when you read what he does, uh, he's quick, he likes to take people on. And I'm like, crikey, we've got hundreds of them now. But that's good for you, Tooms, isn't it? You give him the ball, let him run. <laughs> that's it. Let them express themselves. And and that that came out as you said the other day, didn't it, Joel? No, exactly. And I, I was actually having a look at some of uh, Shane Harrison's kind of clips on YouTube. And obviously, YouTube clips are all a bit of a, a weird prism to kind of view a player through. But like you say, he's quick. He's very skillful. He he will give trouble to defenders and. You know, it's going to be good to have those skills on the side, whether he be kind of playing on the counter and hitting balls in behind and asking, or, or if we're trying to break a team down and we've got somebody with the, the skill and the talent and the ability to beat a man, you know, the, the, the really important skills to have on the side. And I think um, he was 
looking at his kind of career over the past few years, obviously he spent a bit of time abroad, which I think is a cool experience, you know, kind of learning in a different environment. And then, uh, was he last season? He was at Wimbledon. Uh, and he only made one appearance, unfortunately, because he got injured in his first appearance. So he was a bit unlucky with that. But hopefully, you know, we won't have a repeat of that. And, you know, he can crack on and hopefully show what he can do. Well, I think um, I think we've covered just about every every one of the topics that we wanted to talk about now. But I know you've got a question for Tombs, haven't you, Joel? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. I wonder. Do you remember uh, the fourth goal we scored against Oldham uh, last season, the Carlos one? Yeah, he's yeah. smiling. He's yeah. smiling. <laughs> have you uh, have you had a word with uh, Alfie McCallum about that? No, was it was it Alfie? It was that you know that little bit of skill you did. You know, you know your you know your your little Vieira shuffle where you did it one foot to yeah. the other and then and then two people fell flat on the backsides. <laughs> one Joel, of them was yeah. Joel, one of them Joel's was, watched it again. <laughs> I know. I've been watching it back, and one of them was Alfie McCalmont. So I don't know. Maybe right. I don't, maybe he was avoiding avoiding a bit of eye contact when he first came to the club. No, nah, I didn't know that. I mentioned it to him because we were travelling to training together. Oh, in that, the same car school. Well, what you need what you need to do is get this podcast on when it goes out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Alfie, listen to this. <laughs> do you remember this, Alfie? No, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll definitely mention it to you. Well, no, that's yeah. good. It'll be a good, it'll be a good topic of conversation on the on, in the car on the way over, won't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You need a li- you need a little sticker that you stick on him. Say you've been done by Vieira of the Bay. There you go. <laughs> Well, thanks very much, everybody. Thanks, Toombs. Thanks, Charlie. No problem. Uh, and thanks, Joel, again, as usual. We, uh, Shrimps Trust, if you aren't a member already, uh, it's £10 and uh, it's well, well worth it because you're involved in the club and you get, you know, you get to be involved, uh, which there's more and more people getting involved. 2,000 season ticket holders, 900, 908 people at Blackburn. Uh, unfortunately, you get to listen to me do this, but thankfully I have good guests who know what they're talking about. So if you haven't joined, do join the Shrimps Trust. We'll hopefully be back again, uh, that's the plan, Joel, next week to review the two games we've spoken about and then obviously look forward to the Gillingham game. Uh, my thanks as always. Charlie, thank you for setting this up with Toomes. Toomes, thanks for appearing. No and problem. Joel, Joel, thanks for your wiz- wizardry. This has been Shrimps Net number seven. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. <laughs>